I will admit I got some good entertainment. That's from Rick and Morty. And there is a script <laughs> that Tom wrote. And we should entertain everyone with your script, buddy. So I don't get to share my three favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Really? We've been waiting forever, oh, wait, Jared. Wait. You <laughs> haven't done it? Nobody's asked. Oh. Jared. Jared. Give me your, Jared and wait, Clark. Of us I want We've your been three, waiting. I want your three favorites for the, your three favorite films that you saw this year. Okay, I'm, I have some recency bias because it's hard to remember That's the fine. entire year. 2018 was a good year, man. It's okay. I would say one of, one of the best I've seen all year is The Favorite. Oh, I haven't I, seen that I one. I want to see it so I bad. It. The favorite, I don't even know if I've heard of it. Okay, let me it's pitch it to you real quick. Emma, Emma Stone. It's like... Oh, because Emma Rachel Stone's And lesbians. Uh, yeah, boy, me too. <laughs> it's like if Heathers... Heathers? Heathers. I love oh, Heathers. You're selling me. ...was about the queen and her handmaidens. Okay. Right? I, I do With that. one character who may as well be out of American Psycho, like the satire of American Psycho. Okay, with the Jared, tone, I had no interest in watching that movie. I think he just sold sold me. with the tone of like Thoroughbreds. If you've uh, seen Thoroughbreds, we watched it. We watched. Okay, so Thor- I have a, Thoroughbreds was a stinker. to bring it back to a, a <laughs> self promotion. I do have a, a two hundred inch screen in my backyard. We watched Thoroughbreds for one of the movie nights. No one liked it but me. I thought it was great. I'm glad you liked it. Was it. A I bit of a Thoroughbreds was great. Uh, Thoroughbreds. You were there. It's a conversation movie it. between but you girls really sold who, me on that. Uh, were were born in like this very affluent. I will say we watched it because of you. Yes, we did. I, no, 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 I, no, watched, I, I watched Thoroughbreds because I heard a lot of good things. About I watched The Sting because of Clark, and I love The Sting. Oh, thank God! <laughs> From the sixties or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's a classic. Classic. Dude. I'd never seen it before, but uh, Clark I've never got, seen it. Clark got uh, talked me into watching it. And I watched it. And the Sting is fucking amazing. Well, Romper Stomper guys, gotta watch that one. <laughs> so Clark, thank you, and Favorite then Jared. Thing? Thank you, because I did like Thoroughbreds. Good, I'm glad you did. I think there were um, maybe some problems with it, but for the most part, Thoroughbreds was a, a completely solid, well-acted, weird movie. Weird, weird movie. <laughs> but it's like a like it's like the most like first world problem movie ever. Mm-hmm. Yes, but Thoroughbreds is the same writer should... and director as The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer. Oh, wait, it really? Yes. Really? Yeah, Yorgos. Oh. Let... Because okay. I love the lobster, I love killing a sacred deer. Oh, and it's, great. it's you can tell it's him. Um, it's the most grounded of any of his movies. Yeah, but it, it leans into like the Heather's uh, dark comedy you, style. Which the commentary I would say is on par with like. American I'm sorry Psycho. to interrupt you, but so, weren't you there? Yeah, was she, she not there? She was. So I don't you, think Margarita was part of like the she the, was the 18th you, century. You queen. had to have been there. So wait, hold on. Uh, I was. So, so you have I'm one the, of them. That was the same night we watched Hereditary. <laughs> hold on. So you have. I the, didn't watch. You Hereditary. have the favorites. Mm-hmm. What's what's number two and three? Man, you guys have named a lot of the ones that I really love. I'm gonna put Eighth Grade out there. <gasps> I love nobody's Dave mentioned it. I didn't I see it. Not heard of that. Barack Obama put him on his top, top fifteen. 10. Yeah, top fifteen. Yeah, yeah, top 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 I think it was Obama. Obama know about fucking filmmaking. What does he know about being a girl in all eighth grade? All he knows about, unlike all of us here, except people. for Margarita. Yeah, man. No, Margarita well, doesn't know to... anything about being a girl in eighth grade. Here's yes, what I, I love do. about. So I, I, I've seen Lady Bird and I've seen Eighth Grade, and what I what I think Eighth Grade was really successful with was relating a story and a perspective to me i have no idea what it's like to live that experience that was lady but allowing bird. me to empathize see i thought lady bird did a slightly less like... effective job at than eighth grade did. For, okay good for so lady eighth bird, grade is more, more like eighth grade is more approachable than i think eighth grade is more approachable it eighth was grade more relatable because to me lady bird was like i don't get it this dumb this bitch mm-hmm. is dumb 
Eight, what eighth grade did is there's there's a scene in eighth grade that Bo Burnham described as oh uh, it's a Bo Burnham uh, Bo Burnham wrote and directed it fuck. don't say oh he's creative and he's good that's he's a hack well he he just no, he, he described don't worry about it does. don't worry about his comedy right now we can disagree about his comedy later but as, as a writer director this is his first attempt it's his first thing so view it with new eyes you know and there's a scene in there where he talks about like how a twelve year old thirteen year old girl can be. Yeah. In a car with somebody who can later describe what happened as just talking, but how it can feel like sexual assault, like why it should be something you need oh, to warn no. your kids about. That, that and, scene made my heart. And there's, there's a lot with the Me Too movement. Only there's one a, time, Tom. A lot with like humor and Me Too and Louis C.K. and all that kind of stuff where we can excuse sexual behavior where it doesn't get quite aggressive. Where this actually let me see like there the, is a the time, subtleties of it. Yeah, exactly. A time where a, a, a young girl can be in a situation that can be described yeah. as we just talked, and but that's, it is that, dangerous. That's an important movie to watch, especially right now, to just educate us men on not being assholes. You know? I, I've never been a 13-year-old girl, and I think like the, the way that it described the world uh, it's but, really, you know, really effective. My problem really with that effective. movie, it's another man. It's another movie of mansplaining what but, a woman feels. No, like. he Bo, did Bo it right. That's very Bo Burnham offensive. Let, he, he did it right, me. though. Bo Burnham like, let the actress rewrite yeah. the dialogue. That's offensive to me. I want to see a woman do a movie about an eighth grader being assaulted. I think you're being sexist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. No, because I let's just keep, no, wait, let's just push through. Wait, because oh. I I think Bo Burnham did it right. Growing up. Like they like Ladybird, like you said, it's kind of like it was kind of like a pretentious theater girl. I don't understand that. It wasn't quite universal, right? Yeah, but like Definitely eighth grade not. was very relatable because mm-hmm. you grow up feeling like, oh, you're okay, you feel invincible, and then you get into these situations that he explains very well, and you even feel like the awkwardness and like. You see that scene in the car, and your heart starts pounding, and that's mm-hmm. like he did it so well. And you might not like understand it or whatever, but I the think, weird thing is, is I've I read think, yeah. Bo Burnham's other script, uh, Fat. What what was it? Fat Girl versus and Popular Kid or something. That script that he wrote that was on the blacklist. I don't. Um, know. It was like Fat that. Chick and Goth Kid or something like that. Whatever it was, and it wasn't that good. Uh, but this script, I think, is one of the best scripts that's been written in like a decade. Like I you guys th- have yeah. to see it. He so that it, was your number two. What's your number relatable. three? What's your number three? For best um, 2018, 2018 movie. movie. No, any movie you've seen in 2018. Tw- it doesn't right. have to be a movie filmed in 2018. So it could be an old movie too. You guys have taken so many out of my sales, man, because I probably would have said Well, Spider-Man. if you want to re- reiterate one, you know, so people like, okay, that's definitely one to see. Please watch fucking Mandy. I'm g- okay, I'm going to go with, um, just because it hasn't been said yet, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Uh... I am. I think I, that's I a see perfect. The, we were talking about this earlier. I think it's a perfect movie. I haven't seen it. But I, think I think it, it is a perfect extremely movie. worthwhile. Extremely worthwhile. I would say it's not a perfect movie, but I like it anyway. Well, I think Stephen and I have opposite yeah. opinions. No, 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 no. I think it's flawed but amazing. I haven't seen a movie is, like that. In I, I think it's unamazing. <laughs> Wait, isn't that but, what we're but talking perfect. about? It's, like it's a perfectly we just boring movie. In 2018, it's like Army Hammer. I wouldn't say it's boring. No, no, it's like Army Hammer. He's a he's a great actor. He's beautiful. He's all these great things. But he's just fucking flat, man. What he's I think flat. it did well it's, was... It's like I was telling Steven. Do you guys, have, you guys, have you guys seen Lucky Number 11? Yes. Yeah, love it. Love it. To me, it was Lucky... I think nu- it was No, Lucky a, Number 11 is pretty good. <laughs> lucky mm-hmm. Number... It was It was like a Lucky, lucky Number 11. It was so good, but it was just missing a little bit of something. Yes, exactly. It was missing a tightness, I think. It, was, it, it wasn't... It um, was No, I think it was missing like just a charm. It was missing... 
a charm to it. It was mis- missing a voice. It was a, missing, a greater purpose. It was missing a voice. That's what it was missing. I think there, it had more to do m- with character, but it was just missing something. I think it was, I, I think was, Lucky Number Eleven was a lot more resolved than like. Do you think yes, there was? I think so too. You could have had a protagonist that was absent in uh, El Royale, like a, a, a really charismatic protagonist you could no, latch onto that I, would have brought it all together. When I say that, I think it was missing either something within the script itself, the storytelling. No, that's not true. It was missing something within the director. He just didn't achieve this level of charisma to really draw you in i felt it was in the writing personally it was like painting by wh- numbers because when i because when i watched it i was like this is i could i kept thinking of hateful hateful eight i don't know if this is the same kind of thing you guys i felt watching it but i kept thinking like this is this is a movie where everything is working mm-hmm. except the characters just don't they're the, Jive, the yeah. characters aren't working the way they worked in hateful eight my opinion of uh, El Royale is that what's wrong with it is uh, what's in it that doesn't need to be. That there's too much in it, and if you cut more out, like the backstory, right? Is exactly something I think we've all talked about, especially at dinner and on our breaks and stuff like that. Is that if you had cut out the scenes that weren't at the hotel and anything that was necessary, you throw in some little exposition in the hotel, it would have been a stronger movie. I think that movie could have been 25 minutes shorter. It could have been executed. Yeah, you're right. It could have been shorter. Yeah, just at the hotel. And then I think it would have been near perfect. And then I think I heard Margarita say, or somebody somebody say that um, John Hamm's character, the CIA agent. Oh, I, I didn't uh, see it. Oh, uh, was it you? Okay, so it was Tom who said that the character uh, didn't do quite enough. I think he could have been he, exactly his death could have been three quarters of the way. There was a through. there was a, yeah, but I mm-hmm. think he was that there sho- was he a, was that shocking thing like Psycho. Mm-hmm. It wasn't a shock. It wasn't a shocking thing. There was there wasn't enough. I was shocked when he died. To me, I wasn't shocked. I wasn't. There was no emotional connection. You were attached need, to it. I needed a little more from him. So a I, little. It either, just it either should have been part of the climax part. or like Psycho, mm-hmm. where it happens at, well, at the end of the first act I, or something. I think pro- part of the problem is they relied a little too heavy on John. You Hamm know what the problem was too? To to bring that charisma. The editing. And that the editing. Care. We saw it so. We saw his death so many times. Mm-hmm. That I was just like, I don't give a fuck that he's dead. There's, yeah, who is he, right? Because nothing well, else... Well, no one else cared. Because nothing else... <laughs> in the movie. Because they're like, oh, he's a cop, he's a cop, he's a cop, he's a cop, he's a cop. But nothing else happened after he died. Well, there was no... There was... The cops didn't show up. There was no, like, big thing that he was this, like, FBI agent. And there was like, oh, they're bugging. There's more bugs. There was, like, 11 more bugs than what we had planted. You start there to was, run into the trap that Mother runs into that they were talking yes. about. Where it's like, I think what Drew Goddard was focused on <laughs> like, was uh, the morality of choice. Drew Goddard. Wait, he Drew did Goddard. Annihilation. He he did write it. No, think. Drew Goddard wrote... Bad no, times Alex, Alex Garland. Drew, Drew Goddard wrote um, uh, Cabin times in the Woods. Yeah, because uh, I love Cabin in the Woods. So he, he's I the one who wrote and directed El, uh, El Royale. But I think movie. what he was focused on was the morality of choice, the importance of choice and free will, and the consequences of that choice. And I think he was more focused on uh, explaining that theme and exploring that theme than he was on uh, just good storytelling. Like and just, just actual engaging. characters. But yes. it didn't... Yeah, okay. So yeah, I think it's the, same, right. the same as Mother, where I think Mother I was so that. focused on the theme and the subtext and the... And, and, and right. The Jared, Jared, Jared hits every nail on the head right here. He's Thank 100% you. right. But the thing is that they didn't. It didn't. It didn't work. 
It didn't it, work. He had in to, the end. He, he had to bring it a little more through the characters. I think. I think that exactly. It's, it's, yeah. It was a poor representation of a Tarantino type of movie. Yes, but here's the thing: is that if you watch Reservoir Dogs, if Reservoir Dogs came out today, knowing what we know about Tarantino's releases, like all the all the things that have been built upon with Tarantino, if Reservoir Dogs came out today, it would not be impressive. Right. Absolutely. It, it, people people would see it. Yeah, as, like if you saw a Tarantino film, Reservoir Dogs, you'd be like, oh, what the fuck is e- this? Exactly. And it's the same yeah. thing where um, Ke- Kevin Smith talks all the time about how I was so lucky with when Clerks came out before the internet because I came out at a time where when Clerks came out, people were like, oh, you made a movie. That's fucking amazing. You made a movie and it's funny and I'm laughing the whole time. And I kind of, you know. Like, Salsa if, Shark. If Clerks came out today, a tenth of the audience would have seen it. You know what I mean? He would not be Kevin Smith. If exactly. the first movie he ever made was Clerks and it came out today, it just wouldn't have happened. Bottle Rocket, Wes Anderson, would not have launched him if it came out today. And I think that's that's kind of where El Royale lands, is that it would be the most influential movie of all time if it came out in 92. It's just a little bit behind the times. It needs a little bit more. Exactly. It was just missing. I, hey, Quinn, stop. And you know what the problem was with it? I can't really tell you what it was missing. But see, that... that it was I just mean, we're missing all subject a to that little bit of something. Right? I, I think what you wanted was real-time stakes and real-time character development. But we're all subject, subject to that, and that's the unfortunate part as filmmakers, right? Because it's like we're doing these great things. Like we've both made films, mm-hmm. and in this day and age, it's like, okay. You right. know, it we're doesn't like, matter anymore. We're like if you took 10 years ago, it'd be like, wow, you guys really made films. Like, holy shit, that's impossible. Like... How did you accomplish that? And, and that's what Kevin Smith says, is that the fact that he made a movie in 93 was enough to get him into the industry. He yeah. made a fucking movie. Just like Wes Anderson was Slackers. It was like, oh, yeah, I you guess mean, you're one of us. You did what we that do. That was Linkletter, right? Linkletter. Richard Linkletter. 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 Okay, yeah. you're, you're right. Um, what did uh, Wes Anderson, what was his first you one? Bottle, Bottle Rocket? Rocket? Slackers was uh, Richard Linkletter. Linkletter. Uh, Bottle which, Rocket was Anderson. Which if that so movie... All three of those. Like, Slackers, if that came out earlier, are now... Mm-hmm. No, nobody would watch it. Now you'd be watching it on Amazon Prime, like laughing at it. Mm-hmm. It would be uh, Clovehitch Killer. Did you guys see Clovehitch Killer? No, I've heard of it. Exactly. Why would I watch it? Exactly. exactly. We. Then, I mean, it was okay. Exactly. That. Thank you for saying that. Why would you watch it? Because mm-hmm. that's perfect. Because that's for a lot of movies right now, right? Why would I watch mm-hmm. it? And I think that's ex- exactly the point. Is that like you look at the people who came was, before you, and it's it's just not the same model whatsoever anymore right you know all right so wait so clark so you know clark what was your three he's like i'm still here what were your (laughs) what were your three movies for 2018 i'll gloss over the first it was annihilation okay was that number one and no not particular order okay 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 and um i'm gonna toss in a caveat that um movie pass went under in like september so i haven't really been in the movie since then so i missed out on like the favorite and um didn't see eighth grade and a few of the other ones so i've been slacking this second half of the year do you guys have movie pass or no we don't or anything like that we have amc amc yeah oh i thought movie pass was a movie (laughs) well so clark and i have this thing called movie pass where you could see any movie you want yeah like you used to movies. be able to. It was nine ninety nine a month. You could see unlimited movies. Yeah, the Netflix movies. The movies they right? yeah. they um went into that debt. already tanked. It tanked. Yeah. So first they went into three movies Big a month, time. right? So you could see three movies a month, wow, that, but then, and then they raised the price. And but then it was whatever three movies they decided you could see a month. So it was oh, like, hey, you can shit. see this movie this week, and it would Tons be of shit blackouts. like Truth or Dare from Blumhouse. You can see that this week, but nothing else, right? So oh. if you were in Movie Pass, it ended up really restricting, and now it's like. 
you can barely see any movie you want. It's like, oh, there are no showtimes today. Sorry, you can't see a movie today. Oh, yeah, yeah that that's going to tank huge. So I ended up getting AMC A-list so I can see a movie. That's three movies a, a three month? Three movies a week. A week? 12 a movies week. a month. Damn. And it, it's anything from 3D to IMAX to regular. Oh, that's good. That's it's, really it's good. It's dope. But Clark was just on Movie Pass. He hasn't gotten AMC so, yet. So, so you didn't see the second half. So, so then... Uh, what are the Other what are your two. three? Then? Uh, Annihilation we talked about. Um, yeah. Hereditary. I'll just we talked a lot about yeah. that on the, on the last <laughs> yes, we one. Have, yeah. Um, but I uh, only saw it once in theaters, and then the other day, um, my girlfriend's roommate was watching it just on the balcony Hereditary? on her laptop. And uh, what's that? Hereditary. No, Hereditary. Yeah. Okay. And I was out smoking a cigarette, and it was um, without giving too much away. It was all the scenes leading up to um, oh, the little yeah. girl mm-hmm. and then the few scenes after. Yeah. And oh, I, I was um, with my girlfriend who had not seen it. So she's seeing this whole scene unravel oh, without okay. like any context. Yeah. Um, and me having seen it, like I was so enveloped. I'm like, this is marvelous storytelling. Oh, and yeah. the amount Definitely. of time that they would hang and let things sit and just allow the audience's Perfect mind pacing. to run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You knew it. Uh, the acting was just impeccable. And yeah, I, oh yeah, definitely. I am disappointed that we haven't seen. Um, uh, what's her face? Tony Collette. Tony Collette. Um, her name come up in award nominations. It's, she it's was criminal. For the Golden it's, Globe. It's, it's criminal. Quite yeah. criminal. I, it was so much so that because we were gonna do, we always always do like an episode on the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Um, the Oscar nominees come out on the twenty second. Oh, okay. January, but it's just like what? She's f- she's not gonna get a no. Why isn't she? Why and she, she deserves one? Well, because you were saying she? like hereditary that scene where you just see her crying mm-hmm. after. Mm-hmm. Just Even that scene of her crying hysterically. As her the support group as with someone who was as big as a as big as a, of a fucking flag caller as big as a, I loved three billboards. I've always loved Tony Collette. As big as I loved three billboards. I loved everything about that movie. Tony Collette was just. so so good. Three Billboards wasn't this year, right? That was twenty. That was last year. That was last year. And because last year, if you will go back and watch our Oscar episode, I, I like Three Billboards. I was like sucking I liked Three Billboards dick in like non stop. Can I just say this I'll while say we're on uh, Hereditary? Is that what's super motivating for me as a filmmaker, and what should be motivating for you guys too as independent filmmakers? Is that there are so many fucking mistakes in Hereditary, and it was still pretty big. Like there are um, ADR mistakes where the ADR doesn't match the lips. Really, of the I've never noticed that. If you I go back and you that. just watch the lips, it's of, a little of off the scene, actors. Huh? It's it's off constantly. Really, like, there were times you can tell they changed. Like, for example, um, the fact that the seances work with the all the filmmakers in the house, or uh, all, sorry, all the <laughs> family members in the house instead of all the family members in the room. They changed that because the grandmother was in the attic and not the room that they were in when they were doing this. You know, yeah, and. Um, whoever the actress was who was telling Tony Collette about the seances in the first oh, place, that older yeah, lady. the friend, the older the friend. lady, yeah, the friend, um, explains like all the family members have to be in the same room, and she clearly mouths room, but yeah, that's right. There was some but house. There is, was some really strange ADR, really bad ADR. Yeah, and you're then right. I yeah, because they I was do like, like a five minute one oneer as well with um the outside yeah, when you're, you're right. outside I, of I uh, one of the stores that. and they're talking about the seances in the first place when she yeah. meets her at the right. end in when the parking she's lot. Just like I just discovered this guy. Yeah, no, you're in that parking right. lot. Like the shot that. gets washed out. There's like moments where like there's you know genuine lens flare and like the shot is washed out and it just looks bad. Like stuff that you would put on the cutting cutting room floor. But it's I, great performances <laughs> that make it into the movie. There's like um there's a line flub in um 
the seance at the towards the end when they're actually doing the seance for Charlie. Hell, Paimon! The dad flubs a line in that once. There's like a Payment. six minute runner. Did you just and say Gabriel Byrne flubs a line? Gabriel Byrne flubs <laughs> a fucking line. He does not flub anything. He did in that movie. I swear he flubs a line. I, I don't believe Gabriel Byrne flubs anything. It's like a four minute anything. runner, and at the very end of it, like within the last fifteen seconds, the dad flubs a line. He's he like, cor- oh, Tony Collette. I mean, uh, what's your name there, girl? <laughs> He stops and he corrects himself. He redoes the entire line, and it's very obvious as a filmmaker, if you go back and look on it, that it is a flub. It is not a like character I choice. See, I know, I know exactly it's what you're flub. talking about. And like, it's kept in the movie, and I would presume because it's a four and a half minute wonder, and that's the best take of it. Yeah. I was watching it with my wife's father. I'm watching it with my father-in-law for the first time, so we just watched it recently. And you notice that like there are a lot of mistakes in that movie, and it's really interesting no, to find right, out that... No, you're right. You're right. I forgot about that, because there were some parts where... Because I, I was high for mm. a lot of it. And then I, and then I was watching... <laughs> I like how Tom was like how serious it was, but like because I was I was like wait is her mouth is it moving correctly mm-hmm. to what's being hundred percent fucking weed bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's one of those movies where it's like it's just so good. The performances are good. The script is good. It's interesting. It's innovative. Everything's good. Nobody gave a shit. You didn't see that in reviews. Well, people did because it had one of the worst ratings. What you see in reviews is people didn't like the out of left field twist that it, the fact that it was a genre movie told from a non-genre movie perspective. I don't, I don't know how that movie gets bad reviews. I, I really, I don't, I, I, I don't understand. I get it, but there's no reason to dig to it. But what I like about Annihilation and um, Hereditary, Hereditary. Um, I kind of lump those together because they're by no means perfect movies, but they're so well-roundedly creative in, in all their fields, like um, uh, in Annihilation, like the music I had never heard anything like that. How like it, it went from it went from country yeah. to like this EDM kind of thing, mm-hmm. close to the climax, mm-hmm. and it worked. Like I I had never seen anything like that. And just as a package, they were both extremely entertaining and oh, yeah. le- left me feeling things that I hadn't really felt from a movie very often. I like it, when and you isn't can it feel kind of heartbreaking that those movies just were like not received as highly as they should have been. Especially Annihilation, right? Well, they were different. That's yeah. Why uh, wasn't Annihilation like? I mean, we talked about this already, I think. But like, Annihilation was so fucking good. But let's uh, so think about it. So right, so The Shining was received badly, and what did Stanley Kubrick do after The Shining? Full Metal Jacket, right? Yeah, he did. um, How was that received though? I I don't. Full Metal Jacket was pretty was pretty good. Full Metal Jacket was pretty good, but The Shining was. But was it received? I, th- I think it was received well, but I think okay. like like The Shining. Everyone was shit on terribly, The Shining, right? Yeah, even, yeah, yeah. Even Stephen King was like The Shining is. Well, yeah, but Stephen King he he deserves his own place because that he wrote it. So and and he's right that The Shining wasn't The Shining, right? Absolutely. I, I think if you think about it, it's like if you do you want the credits or is I, I think when when the critics receive you well, you're inclined then to take blockbuster jobs. You're inclined to do a parody of yourself. Right well, to try and, and reclaim what people like about I, you. I do respect critics, but I don't really want. I don't care to hear a critic critique unless they've made a film, because I don't think if if you've never made a film, you don't understand. So you're going to critique things that. Well, like, I know Ebert you don't made know. a film, but you I mean, don't know what this is like. So, like I, Red Letter Media, I respect what they have to say because they've made their films. Uh, that fucking other guy on YouTube, the Chris Stuckman. Stuckman, he's made short films. He's never made a film. And it's like, dude, shut up. You like unless you've really done a film, I don't know if you deserve I also think I mean, of course you deserve this, it, but like 
you can get into this headspace where you're so focused on the broader picture of film, of culture, of technicality, of you know so much about film and filmmaking that you're you're grading it on so that you forget about simple audience experience, which is what eighty percent of a, the world is judging. Well, a movie of course, based you want to forget that because the audience says Avengers: Infinity War was the best movie of twenty. Well, something like and you 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 look Black at Half Panther. in the Bag, right? And and Half in the Bag is great. I love Half in the Bag. I watch Red Letter Media religiously right but their review of aquaman is super negative but it's making a shit ton of money and for good reason it's a fun fucking movie it's a good movie it's not a great movie it's not good film it's not good artistry but it's good entertainment but it's entertainment exactly and that's part of filmmaking not everybody gets into filmmaking you know to become the next van gogh i agree yeah you know and you should be allowed to be like yeah sometimes you just want to see like dinosaurs in a movie you know you want to see sharks with laser beams on their heads fighting off bad guys you want to see mermaids sometimes you just want the opportunity to make a movie that everyone will love mm-hmm. and, I, and I, a problem with making a movie that that's broad that is that broad is you're gonna un, you're going to alienate people like us mm-hmm. in a way but i, I mean, also think we can be too particular you know what I mean? Like, I fucking loved Aquaman. But I think part of the reason I loved it is I watched it with my wife, who's not a not a film buff. But she watched that thing, and she was in, like, tears during the romantic part. And she was laughing during the comic relief. And she was, like, in stress. During the, and I'm watching it as, like, a, this is beat by beat by beat. I know where these moments are heading. You know, you can, yeah. you can see the formula of it. But you're watching the general audiences be enveloped by it, you know? And I'm entertained because, like, I've never seen an octopus playing eight drums at once with eight different tentacles. You haven't and seen Little like... Mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> no, but that's the what I do. Place, the base. But it's fun. You know, yeah. I, like, by the, if, if you're in a movie where, a, a, a live action movie, where an octopus can play the drums with eight tentacles, and I'm like, yeah, that's about par for the course. That's a fun movie. That's like an entertain. You've swept me away into a world I haven't seen. You're making me forget about my present moment. I'm enjoying your story. Like, that's fine. You know, Aquaman doesn't have to be, you know, the Dark Knight just because they're both DC DC story. To, you know, yeah. like you can just tell me well, like a fucking fantasy, you know, Aquaman's super powerful. He controls all the fish. So here's a bunch of badass fish fighting a bunch of badass enemies. And now they're going to rip each other up underwater. And it's cool. Like, that's fine. Yeah, that's what I do. Like, okay, like, because I'm not that much of a movie buff, like, at all. Sure. Like, you'd be like, this is blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, who is that? But sometimes you just want to <laughs> see like, fun, right? I don't even look at reviews, previews, whatever, or, like, any of that stuff. I go into a movie, I enjoy What's it. What's the last thing you went to theaters And that's to it. Uh, Spider-Man, What is probably? it? Overlord? Did you see oh, that, I saw that before. I saw it twice. So it's I'm Spider-Man. Uh, so... It's not Overlord, is it? The one with the Nazis? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah Overlord. Yeah. That, I think that was the last movie I saw in Dollar Theater. Well, I want to hear the rest of Clark's... Uh... Wait, what was your one... Where's your last... Let, let's finish you Clark. Clark, 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 Clark. Just get your last movie. Let's get your last movie. Well, my last movie had all the talking points. Let's, let's go. That's why I glossed over the first two. What was so, it? So, so number one it. was... You said... In no particular order. Annihilation. Annihilation. Hereditary. I'm very thirsty. Is there any liquid in the room? We will get some in... Yeah. Tequila. 30, say 30 seconds. Movie. 30 seconds. Let's say Clark's That's hopeful. last... That's <laughs> Clark's last point. Um, my last movie that I thoroughly enjoyed this year... Triumph of the Will. Uh, was Incredibles 2. Oh, and, I didn't and see okay. it. I, I say that only I, oh, okay, I, I, I watched it in theaters, um, but I recently had a six-hour flight where I watched it again. But I um, 
I didn't have headphones. So I, I watched it on my phone with subtitles. So I read the entire script and just saw the visuals. And I'm a huge Brad Bird fan and will always be. Me too. Um, but Iron the, Giant. Um, there is so little fat in that in the storytelling of that movie, whether it's visual, uh, the script, um, anything. Like that, that was such a great follow up. And Incredibles is one of those movies that did not need a sequel. But yeah. I, I think it, it landed very, very strong. Can I offer what I like about um, Incredibles 2 is that it did the same thing Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse did, where it made a movie marketed towards kids, but didn't assume that kids are dumb and that kids are pussies. Yeah. You know, it was afraid. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. I, th- I think Spider-Man. it was for like all generations. Right. It's like you just watch it. So more like it. an it's, anime. It's human. It's just not frightening in, yeah. in, 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 in a really adult sense, but it, it lets kids be scared. It's not afraid to scare kids a little bit. It's not afraid to deal with adult themes. It's not yeah. afraid to deal with mortality, you know? Well, what I think that Brad Bird has always done is dealt with issues that are relevant currently for kids. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, the, like the new Incredibles was all about how you can be a slave to screens. Like mm-hmm. the, that was the villain. Also um, like the mom thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was really like good. so many relevant themes, but told in an entertaining way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of interesting, like eighth grade, and right? the, the dads too, like yeah. moms, dads, kids. Like it, it's identifiable for everybody, yeah, and then it's so difficult to do. Age, yeah, what's it, kind of interesting to me is like eighth grade is R rated, but it's about a genuine eighth grade experience. It's not rated R. It, it was rated R. Mm-hmm. Spider Man. No, it was it was R eighth grade. It's <laughs> rated R. I promise you. But it's a it's a genuine eighth grade experience right when we're talking about swearing and sexual innuendo and stuff stuff that kids go through people who are 13 or go through they can't go and see a movie legally based on what they experienced no that's why it was pg-13 because it was it was r i promise you check it out i need to look it up i I promise you it was r-rated i think i saw a post of like but was what's interesting is that i think what incredibles 2 succeeded at what, what clark's on the money with is that it brings in those mature themes that kids really deal with into a pg setting that they can watch but it really is it's like the fears that kids have the things that are really facing them you know like there's actually a problem with kids that are six to ten years old dealing with screens like yeah man spending most of their time really babysat by screens all right tom's giving us the let's go on break signal so Dude. Oh, okay we are back to live we are back with TSP episode number nine. I'd like to point out that we haven't taken an on-air drink in quite some time. We need to apparently do an on-air drink at Jared J. Mason's request. All we have is a little bit of tequila. You guys want to do a little bit of tequila? I did pour myself already a shot did, of tequila. Did we finish all of the whiskey? Is I that more tequila? Finished all the whiskey. Sadly, all the whiskey is gone. We finished two bottles of whiskey, you guys. We finished two bottles of whiskey, and Clark's had a couple of beers. I poured myself a shot of tequila. What do you got, buddy? You got some? I got tequila in my hand. Uh, get some from uh, Tom. Here. It's a little better than the 1800. No. Ouch. Oh, bitter? Better. Oh, I think it's pretty bitter. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying that tequila is a little better than the 1800. That was really expensive, so. It's all right, dude. I know, I'm pissed off because it was like super expensive. and that... Like Casadores is a better tequila. Yeah, and it's like 20 bucks. That was sixty dollars. It's not, but like twenty bucks. But that's the thing with alcohol, right? Like some of it's just raised for the sake of being raised. You know, I would like to talk about the fact that when Clark and I sat down here to do our podcast, you know, talk about the year-end review, what we hope for for next year, there was a script beneath our chairs. Uh oh. Yeah, just waiting here. Something we have never read here called "The Den of Incredibly Inept Villains." 
just between every one of our chairs here is that yeah because that, you'd like you'd like to pitch i think this? that's a script tom wrote what yeah. tom tell me tell us about that so I was like, it may be cool if we did like a table read for our episode because Jared and Clark have such sexy sounding voices. We do. Mm. It's true. So I was Super like, sexy. So, Jared and Clark. And in so, and, and one of the things in a world where Jared and Clark are the only men. And something we I would love that. They have the, the sexiest voices in and, the world. And something we've we've done in the past is we've gotten together and done some table reads for our podcast. Yeah. So I thought we would bring you guys in on the tradition a little bit. So on Thursday All night, right. Thursday night when I got home from work, I I wrote this. <laughs> is it good? I don't know. I haven't read it. Well, good is a little subjective, we'll isn't it? Is this one mine? That's yours. The shot so, is yours. So we're gonna do a shot of tequila, and then are we, we're gonna read this, the script. Yeah, and then we're going to read the script. And is it going on the podcast or is it? A this separate is one hundred percent. This is going on, on the podcast right. at. The three-hour mark. All right. So, so, well, I'm sure it'll be less than three hours when you edit it. Down. You're right. It'll be two hours and fifty-nine <laughs> minutes. <laughs> we'll cut out that one racist bit, Tom, about Asian people. Here's to you guys. Oh, that was not me. Here's yeah, to Tom. our 2018 passing, mm-hmm. and here's to the 2019. Hopefully, 2019. Uh, finishing some projects. It may bring us a finished film. <laughs> to, the finish, to, the, to the finish line. To, to the, the finish, finish line. line. Yes, gentlemen. To the finish Cheers. line. Salute. That is very nice. Yeah. Oh, you like the tequila, huh? It's mm-hmm. pretty damn good, huh? Yeah. The so. den of incredibly inept villains. I don't know. I Okay, so we have seven roles? Six there roles. Right? There are six roles. Including the narrator? <laughs> Including the narrator. So, so Tom, I, I mean, I heard that. up, right? Because you wrote it. I heard that sexy voice, so I think Jared has to be the, the narrator. narrator. Jared, action line reader. Jared is action line reader, narrator, and... Spoilers, he will be confident man. Oh, confident, but you got to be like confident. Is he a confident man or a confident man? He is the superhero confident man. I'll take it. Uh, He is a quintessential Clark. Clark will be hothead. Hothead? Quintessential. Steven, who who did you want to be, my my friend? He wants to be Uh, sexy. Well, who do you think? Because someone has to do two voices. Someone has to do two voices. Who do you think I should be? (sighs) I mean, old whistle. Oh, sadly, <laughs> being the old man, Stephen. Why think don't you do old whistle and sassy cat? Uh, sassy cat is the thief. Yes, I'll do. What old... do you mean, sassy cat? There you go, perfect. All right, I'll do old whistle. Okay, oh. if you want to do hothead. All right, perfect. Okay. Well, so, how should hothead be? How do you like? I'm hothead. Yeah, perfect. <clears throat> and the margarita will be STD girl. Nice. And then I, which will... coincidentally she has a ton of. Yeah. And I will be Angry Beaver. Which, coincidentally, you have a dam that needs to be built in between those teeth. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you. Wait, so who's the other female? Me? Sassy Cat? You're Sassy Cat. Okay. Clark is, Clark is Old Whistle. Uh, quick question before we start. Uh, oh my god, they need their motivation. Glance down to my first set of lines. There are two sentences. If you read the second sentence, is that a typo? <laughs> yeah, is it not or now? <laughs> That's what I was going to ask earlier, but I, I think it's supposed it. to be now. I, there's a lot I figured, of typos. It could have been comedy. There's and, a ton uh, of typos. <laughs> there's a ton of typos. Just kind of go with <laughs> it. To be fair, I have not read this. We are not in session. <laughs> I had, and I will tell you, Jared, it goes from present tense to past tense. Obviously, we'll read it, it out. present. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna read it as written because I've never read it before. So editing on the fly. Then never mind. This drunk may not be. uh, I to be fair, I wrote this. I wrote this in about an hour. All right. Okay. So and we'll read it in 
What, 10 minutes? How many pages? It's 10 pages. Okay, so, minute. All right, well, I'll let the director say action. Action. Interior. Den of villains. Oh my god, I'm Night. Like... We enter into a room, normal suburban-looking house, and in one of the rooms inside that house lies the Den of Villains, having their weekly meeting. The Den of Villains is a small room in a house with a cheap circular table. There's a cheap bottle of vodka and a plastic bucket <laughs> of ice. Sitting around the table are five so-called villains. First, a tall, lean man wearing a beaver cap and a small black mask, the Angry Beaver. With his extraordinarily <laughs> tough teeth and sharp fangs, he gnaws his victims to death. <laughs> Sitting next to him is Sissy Cat, a woman cat burglar who has stolen approximately $42.16 in old people's valuables. Meow. Across from Sissy Cat is the venerable Old Whistle, a long-haired elderly fellow who leads the gang. He can screech at higher than normal volumes. It's quite annoying. Hothead. Mistakenly believes he's immune to fire, but being a pyromaniac and often sets himself on fire, Hothead dangerously harms all those around him. It burns! Finally, the last villain, STD Girl. She has STDs, and she is not afraid to use them. This is their third meeting. The old whistle lifts a bargain bin plastic gavel and slams it on the table. Order, order, come to order. The Den of Villains is now in session. The Den of Villains? Why not Lair? Everyone knows layers are so much hotter. Are you going to bring this up every meeting? <laughs> are you Michael Barrett or a You beaver? know we voted for the name two weeks ago. Calm down, boys. No need to tussle. Let them do as they please, whore! <laughs> Old Whistle bangs his gavel harder. That's enough. We are the den of villains. Sassy Cat, please respect STD, girl. Now back to the agenda. Any successful crimes this week? I attacked a group of children! <laughs> Who are throwing rocks at my dam! I drew blood on one of them. The group looks around suspiciously, then gives a hmm. polite applause. Very polite. I bang 13 dudes and oh! four chicks. <laughs> I bet they're all super itchy right now. STD girl reaches down and scratches her crutch. I stole 13 grapes from Whole Foods! Organic ones? Also, this bottle of vodka. Everyone claps. <clears throat> <laughs> yes. And takes a sip of the $5 plastic vodka. Mm. You're all so pathetic. I burned three people alive. Now they're dead. Hothead slams his fist on the table. He's wearing bandages. Now, Hothead, there's no reason to lie. Be honest with the group, please. Well, I, I, I really did mean to set some people on fire, but I just let my hands on fire and burned down the porter potty I was going to attack from. Thank you for your honesty, hothead. You will scorch those punks next time, I believe. What about you, old man? You get any man done? I yelled at my neighbors. They were taken aback, for sure. I'm too old to get into any real trouble. I want to remind you all that here we are friends, allies against that asshole confident man, that superhero prick. Cheers! The group throws back their drinks. Oh. Fuck that guy! I would love to give the clap to that asshole. Watch him burn, that's what I want. The group nods. Now I want everyone to focus their talents. Remember, we are villains. We need to try and be out there creating chaos and causing pain. Ding! Ah, the pizza rolls are ready. I'll be right back. Old Whistle walks out of the room for a moment. Damn, I love Whistle's pizza rolls. They are named brown shit. 
<laughs> I like how I went from female to just <laughs> random man. <laughs> Not scripted, Tom. Please stick to the script. Well, that well, what's his deal? He hasn't so much as heard even a stabbed baby since he since we joined him. I want to cause some damage. I know what you mean. I really want to stick my teeth in this invulnerable flesh, like an elderly woman or a crippled person. Better show some real respect. That old whistle was the only villain who ever put the herd on confident man. Got him locked up for twenty years. Wow! So he is a real deal. I guess the slammer chains a person. <laughs> Old Whistle comes walking in with a cookie sheet full of pizza rolls. He sets down an oven mitt and places the cookie sheet on top. Let me get at those. Hothead lunges towards the rolls on the table. Careful, careful, they are super hot. Goddamn, all these are on fire! Hothead starts blowing on his everyone, is staring at him for a moment until he realizes and looks up from the rolls. Shoving it into his mouth, a few tears roll from the eye. I want to mention that is what is written verbatim. <laughs> if anybody re- hears that. Just how I like him. Thanks, old man. Uh, sure. Now, let's get down to business. Where were we? Old Whistle looks at his agenda notes. Ah, uh, yes. Sassy Cat has an announcement about a possible team-up heist situation. A possible team-up care heist no. Uh, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Team up heist situation. Care to go into those details, sassy cat? Well, uh, I overheard my mom talking about a new nursing home that was finished a few weeks ago. <laughs> they are moving all these old people things in, but they are just in boxes, and I was thinking we could bust in and take all the old people shit. Oh, I love old people shit. Plus, I can keep the boxes for my damn. Who else is down? Any security guarding the place? I will totally distract him if you cut me in on the loot. Sure, we'll cut you in, whore. I'm down. I'll burn the building down when we're done. Real mayhem. What about you, old man? I will drive my van. I will be back up in case anyone decides to call the police or something bad happens. Great, so it's said. We'll meet up next week here, pull off his job together. I'm pretty excited. Now, at that moment, a large crashing sound could be heard. (laughs) One of the walls is busted, exploding (laughs) dust, and wall parts are all over the room. (laughs) Confident man, wearing his signature blue cap, bursts into the room. What a sorry, pathetic sack of so-called villains. I could hear you using my incredible hearing, and I busted in here without a thought after hearing your insidious plans. Stand aside, for you are all under arrest. The group dazed from the sudden entrance realize that this is happening and start to rush for the door. But confident man, using his super speed, cuts them off. You think I would allow you to escape? (laughs) I wouldn't risk you knowing I know of your existence without the confidence to stop you. Confident man throws angry beaver across the room. He crashes into the wall. You bastard! I'll bite you! Soon after, he slams Sassy Cat on the table. Her back lands on the still lava hot pizza rolls. You bastard with your English accents! Ah, God, it burns! It's so hot on my back! No need for violence, confident man. Let's go have some good rough sex. I'll let you beat me all night. STD girl moves closer to Confident Man and reaches out, runs her finger down his arms. 
He seems entranced for a moment, but begins to shake his head. Confident man slaps STD girl, sending her spinning into the floor. Disgusting. I am fairly confident you are some kind of whore woman. STD girl. STD girl passes out. Hothead pulls out two lighters and soaks his jacket in the cheap but highly flammable vodka. He sets himself on fire. He has no immunity to fire, but he starts to burn. Oh, God, fuck! Why does it hurt? I mean, I'm hot Confident man uses his minty, fresh ice breath to put out the hothead's fire and collapses onto the floor. All the while, the hot, the old whistle still stayed in the seat, watching all this unfold, a small tear rolling down his eye. Why are you still doing to you stuff like this? <laughs> says confident man. Who I am. I thought you would learn your lesson after the last time. I guess you could say. I was just a lonely criminal trying to put together some kind of life for myself. It doesn't have to be this way, old whistle. You could use your powers for good. I thought giving these kids some kind of direction was good. Giving them home and a hope. (laughs) You need villains. You need the villainy to feel alive. You need, uh, you know you miss the old days. You've won every battle. Aren't you tired of just always winning? Always being so confident? Confident man looks up with his perfect jaw and furred brow. For that moment, he's lost confidence in what he was doing. An old whistle takes in a deep breath while confident man ponders his existence. Fuck you, asshole! (laughs) Confident man's only weakness... Is dropping his confidence. The power of the old whistle sent confident man flying backwards, twirling through the room and slamming into the wall, blood rushing down his forehead. I am sorry, son. Ow. You are just a fucking prick, and I'm ashamed <laughs> to be your father. We're bum, now inside bum. old whistle's van. It's the nighttime, and old whistle has managed to get up into his van. They're all pretty banged up, but awake enough, except Hothead. He was nearly dead and far back of the van. An STD girl <laughs> demanded she stay back. I am terribly so- sorry about all this, you guys. Let's take Hothead to the hospital, and then I'll drop you all off. I understand if the den of villains is done. You managed to beat that asshole. I finally understand. I want to be a part of this team even more. I have so much to learn from you. I'm a part of your team. We are friends, after all. Now? Hothead, barely conscious, manages to lift his head for just a moment. <clears throat> All right, guys. Really? He says while dying. <laughs> yes, I'm dying. Fire doesn't bother me. I'm hothead. Hothead uh, passes out. <clears throat> and the three look at each other and start to laugh. <laughs> Inside the den of villains, <laughs> it's still nighttime. Confident man is tied naked to the table with some special rope that old whistle had in his garage. Oh, I see you are finally awake. STD girl is walking around tracing her finger along confident man's very chiseled and manly physique. <laughs> Even the dogs love confident Even man's Even the dogs chiseled. are into confident man's physique. Mm. Confident man wakes and struggles, realizing he cannot get free. It was, um, uh, STD girl, wasn't it? That's STD girl. <laughs> Good, you said yes. my name correct! Oh, wait, I'm not in this! I'm Sassy Cat! I'll, I'll take that again. William Shatner starts again <laughs> every once in a while. It was uh, the STI woman, wasn't it, who did this to me? 
wasn't it? STI woman at the bottom of page seven. Oh, I thought you didn't. Wasn't it oh, you, yeah, STI bad. woman? Oh my gosh, she has so much STDs, her brain's gone crazy! I think you mean STIs. <laughs> That's STD, girl. Oh, I, uh, I've never been with a woman before. Please, untie me and I'll forget the whole thing. Hell, rob all the old people you want, just leave me be. STD girl climbs on top of the table, wrapping her legs around confident man. He winces and grimaces. Mm, this is going to be fun. It fades out <laughs> to the end. The end. Uh, that was written by our very own Tom uh, Casper. I really appreciated how sultry STD girl was. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I tried. Very sexy. <laughs> I really liked how Confident Man sounded just like the narrator. I thought that was really good Casper. Oh, they're the same person. How clever of you, Clark. Jared, I mean, I'll take the compliment. I'm, I'm so high, I cannot look at you. Does anybody have um, a most disappointing film out of 2018? Yes. Yes. Every superhero movie. Right. <laughs> well, that described it perfectly. I would say The Avengers because I saw that again. And when I first watched it, I thought it was such an amazing movie. And this might be the product of being extremely high. But when I saw it a second time, it was probably the worst movie I've ever seen before in my life because every line of dialogue felt so phony. It just, I could feel the depression of every actor saying like, Thanos is coming. <laughs> and you could just feel the sadness in them trying to make that as real as possible. The second movie is coming. Where <laughs> I hope. Yeah. Hell Visions, I love you so much. Well, just well, like... Can you imagine the undertaking of having to write dialogue for all of those characters and have it... I mean, I understand it, but, a, like, but, but it was line. like there, there were... It just, it just I'm, I'm felt like they, they couldn't muster the emotion to, me, to was, make it feel authentic. It was just the blockbuster film, like... Ready Player One was really bad. I, I agree. Um, I just saw it like th- Rampage. Three ago, all right. the Dwayne Rock Johnson movies were really bad this year. I liked year. Rampage and I liked Jumanji, so we're going to disagree on those. Okay, wait. Rampage. We, uh, Rampage? I Rampage was. I fell, I fell asleep farting to Rampage. On Jumanji Tom. was fun. Jumanji was fine. It was just fine, right? I said fun. Yes, I, think, fun. I think it's one of those wait, movies where you, you just go and enjoy fun? it. <laughs> Fine? Fun? Fun? Which movie? Fun? Which movie? It was fun? <laughs> Margarita, yeah, which fun. movie? Which movie? Jared killed his mic yet again. God no, damn it's back, it. It's back. Confident man, can, how dare you? Can you still hear me? <laughs> I am very confident that it is back. If people can hear me. I'm sorry my, my script was so fine. bad, you guys. No, 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 it was it was, it was fine. No. Yeah, he, he's it's, fucking making oh. the... I like it, but I hated it voice. I'm confident, man. I'm confident that the movie that you wrote was fine. <laughs> to be I, f- I love that script. I'll be honest. <laughs> that was so fun. <laughs> I'll be I, honest, because I was reading it out loud, I wasn't really paying attention. I was more like think, thinking about it. <laughs> 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 I'm also soups. I will say Clark played <laughs> yeah, old, I will say Clark played old whistle perfectly. What did you think about? Lost like, the accent. Yeah, what, yeah. Direct, what did you director think? rank us like tell tell us. Margarita was us absolutely the worst. Action <laughs> feedback. She was really bad. Yeah, Clark was <laughs> Clark was really good as Old Whistle. 
Jared, you did really good as confident man. I thought I was really into it. I was really Flawless into it. alternating. Uh, Steve, Steven did Sassy Girl better than he did Hothead, which was kind of weird. You didn't like the girl. Metal Gear uh, oh, Hothead? Steven's no, I thought, sassy, it was a little, so. I thought it was a little too Angry Beaver. I was trying to do that for Angry, Angry. Beaver. Tell me, what was your inspiration for Sassy Girl? Uh, Monty Python and the Holy Grail. And then it just turned into whatever I could muster. I think, you, I think you it was like a, little more a, flying a Russian Monty Python. Because <laughs> we literally watched it last night, me and Margarita. Yeah, so we that, it. Well, anytime I do a female voice, I'm always like, hey, what do you mean I'm a female voice? Yeah, he's like, what is it, the farmer dude? The, the British one. What do you mean, the black plague? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's so All right, so yeah. So disappointing film. I mean, I, for me, honestly, a lot of the blockbusters were just like... I felt like in 2017, they were like way better than they were this year. Mm. Wait, we haven't seen any of them since this year. 2018. So last year. A lot of the summer block... Like Ready Player One, to me, was a huge disappointment. Was that 2018? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with you. Like, I felt like it looked great, but it was just such a shitty movie. Storytelling-wise, yeah. I've heard yeah. Bumblebee is good, but I haven't seen it yet. Haven't I heard it. that's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen it. I didn't write anything for that one. But it's hard to watch any, like, blockbusters because they're so disingenuous. Can I tell you, I, my, my biggest disappointment of the year wasn't even a blockbuster. It was um, mid-90s. The Jonah, oh, the, the Jonah, Jonah Hill, Hill movie. Jonah, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen it. it. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, like, the skateboard one. The skateboard one, yeah, exactly. Really, that was, you didn't like it. Probably my biggest disappointment of the year. I thought, um... Well, Jonah Hill kind of sucks, yeah? Jonah no, Hill he's kinda, just kind of a He's pretentious. Bag. Yes. Uh, pretentious, sorry. Whatever. That's interesting, because <laughs> I don't like Jonah Hill, so I was like, eh, I probably won't like it. But I know a lot of people were saying, like, that's, like, a truly authentic Clark, is, do you have movie. a different opinion? Just I'm just trying to push it along so we can get this done. Uh, disappointment? Well, disappointment. Go. Um, I was really disappointed with Black Panther... Thank you. Um, that, I'm not the only one. That got so overhyped. Wow, as, I didn't know we were in the room with two racists. <laughs> yeah, as, guys. As a it's revolutionary racist. It's racist for you to not think that that was the best really? movie Really? <laughs> oh, then, then I'm a racist, I guess, because I thought that was the most mediocre superhero movie ever. Steven, can you do me a favor and take that out of context so I can blackmail Tom forever? That would be great. Can you do me a favor and just leave your mic alone? I can't. <laughs> stop it. shaking. Look, I'm, I'm a little drugged now, so just, I want to... <laughs> I want to hold it like Amy Stop Winehouse. Stop caressing it. Oh, yeah, All I hear is like... Did you say you want to hold it like Amy Winehouse? I did. Yeah, Amy Winehouse sings like... Like dead? Like, she, she, holds, she didn't have she a mic the mic. size of a head. <laughs> I mean, she's she's probably mo mostly okay, bones she's, now. She's a little Wait, dead, yeah. but you don't have to hold that against her. Wait, can I ask anyone... Has anyone seen Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. Yes, it's all Bohemian Rhapsody, and I, I fucking hated it. it, and I was hoping no one would bring it up this entire podcast. So does it deserve to be the best picture? No, shit. Okay. He doesn't deserve shit. What about Remy Malek? I heard he was uh, pretty damn good. He didn't it. sing, did he? No, he didn't. You know who well, sang? Did no, he I... want him to sing, though? But no one could sing as Freddie Mercury. I mean, you, you can't. Somebody did. You can't. Somebody did. Adam... Mark fucking whatever his name is sang. There was a singer for yeah, Freddie Mercury. It wasn't that was entirely Freddie Mercury. Mark whatever his name is. Mark something or other. Okay. Did but, the voice but of how Freddie Mercury is, How is Remy Malek, though? <sighs> Fine. Really fine. Has anyone seen Vice? Because I saw that the other I day. And Christian Bell, Christian Bell killed it. Steve Carell and, and, and Steve Carell and Sam Rockwell. I hated Steve uh, St uh, 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 Rockwell on it. Sam Rockwell on it. He was George W. I, right? I thought Sam Rockwell. Yeah. You know what? I think Vice does absolutely one hundred percent deserves the Academy Award for makeup. The makeup was fucking phenomenal in that movie. But for Dick Cheney, all for of them. Dick Cheney, all of them. He, Sam Rockwell literally looked like. Uh, George Bush, 
And he doesn't fucking look like George Bush. I don't know. The impression that I got was that Sam Rockwell was in an MTV SNL skit and Dick Cheney and Adam a- and uh, Amy oh, Adams. Dude, I fucking love Sam in, Rockwell. Like a period drama. Yeah. But Christian Bell was fucking amazing. He was. That. He deserves the best actor. I, for that. I agree with hype about Christian Bale, but the movie itself, I, I didn't love. The movie was, it's whatever. All right. How about, how about movies we're excited for in 2019? Oh, I wrote that. Um, <laughs> I, I was going to put the Avengers Endgame, but then I saw Avengers again on Netflix. So now I'm not excited for anything. But we both know they're going to make more. They're gonna do Endgame, yeah. and then there's gonna be well, of course, but like I, okay, I, but there's... I was interested to see how they were gonna wrap up the whole Th- Thanos um, story. They're gonna kill I'm a bunch. Per- of people I'm okay. Originally. I know I've, it's weird. I'm pretty excited for that Netflix Jake Gyllenhaal Buzzsaw yeah. movie. I'm I... a little less excited than you might be because I didn't like uh, Roman J. Is- Israel. Man, these hiccups. I put uh, <laughs> Glass, Joker, and the new Pokemon yeah, the, movie. Yeah, the one movie I want to see is Glass and then the Joker. Glass with, comes um, out on Thursday, so walking, by the time yeah, people hear this, Glass will to be that. out. Yeah. yeah, by the time people hear this, they'll know that Glass sucks. <laughs> I, I think you're right, dude. I think you're right. I think well, still gonna go early see reviews are saying it sucks. Velvet, I, I Velvet a, Buzzsaw is the movie I'm pretty... Uh, that, I didn't we just agree that like critics can be a little bit off on like, oh, the no, movies? Oh, no, absolutely. But, but the, I said but on the, the last podcast... It. I know I said on the last podcast that Unbreakable came out of nowhere. Glass came out of nowhere. You mean Split? Split came out split, of nowhere, yeah. sorry. Glass has pressure on it. M. Night is back in his head. It's oh, not going to be as good. Yeah. I knew... He, he was going to be doing an impression of himself like he was yeah. with the Village, like he was with, you know, uh, Signs, oh, which I liked. I love Signs. I love Signs. I, like signs. I love Signs, though. I actually like And the Village <laughs> isn't that bad. I would give Signs really like a B-plus, and I would give, um, no, I'm sorry, I would give Signs like a B-plus, and the Village Did like you just a, throw a, like, yeah, a Hitler? A... <laughs> He's like, hi, That's being The Signs! <laughs> the Signs is very good. Signs is the final solution. The Signs is very good, I I want to see the new Pokemon movie. That's good. I'm only excited. I'll see, I'll see. I am I only excited for a Jay and Silent Bob with reboot. The Pikachu that talks. Yeah, honestly though, I'm really not excited for any movie in 2019. Jay it's gonna Bob be reboot. like a smaller movie that grabs me. Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Well, Jay I, and Silent Bob reboot. Maybe I, you guys can agree with this in some capacity, but I have AMC A list now, so it's like the next generation from movie, movie pass list, where movie a- pass. A- amc you can see 12 movies a month for free right? i thought it was three movies a month three movies three movies a week three movies right? a week and it can be imax it can be three, any wait does be... amc have imax theaters yeah it does yeah. how much does it cost where are they 20 bucks a month a month the I same know, that netflix know, charges me about the same that hulu so everything's on like an even playing field it's like seeing a movie in a theater seeing a movie on netflix seeing a movie but you're gonna hulu. have a baby buddy you yeah, better yeah, yeah. get that that'll happen eventually but you know <laughs> no baby that's buddy. in like six months. i just almost called you baby but buddy you buddy me baby baby what's up <laughs> i promise you what's man up, it's not gonna be like it was when you get the baby i'm gonna take that baby to see star wars you can believe me oh god can you take that Episode baby to see nine? star wars Four, five, and six, and just I, that that baby and will just be tell able to your watch baby that New no Hope, other Star Wars Jedi, <laughs> Empire. Maybe you can see Revenge of the Sith. I'll show him the the the, the sequels. Mm-hmm. I like the J.J. Abrams mm-hmm. one. I like the Ryan. I love you. Don't I you like seven? I like seven. I like seven. I think no, so. you guys don't. I like seven. I think no, if you, you were born twenty two thousand and two thousand and one and beyond, like. I went, I Force Awakens it. is like the f- definitive Star Wars movie for you. Oh, I get that. God. That's sad. New Hope. That's you know, sad. The original though. Star Wars is. You of made my the heart like. Well, hurt. he said if you were born, if you were born like two thousand and, and beyond, like That's I think 
and you're right but it captures it you're right the thing is that that what we hate about it is that you gotta live through 9-11 then know how star (laughs) (laughs) but steven you and i feel like it's a pale imitation of star because it is it It is it is is. but for people who are born now who know the technology now it's gonna make them feel the way you no, you felt about you're right. What about that 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 Rancor owner cries when that Rancor dies, man? In Return of the you Jedi, you felt bad for the Rancor actually, right? When you saw the Rancor die, you're like, oh, especially I, for the guy that's like, my Rancor died. Man. I, don't feel I so think we're happy. at the point in the podcast where nobody's listening anymore. So I'm going to toss in a random fact that just happened the other day. Um, uh, my girlfriend's aunt was one of the um, Moss Eisley Cantina players. Um, no fucking way! Yeah, no fucking way! Yeah, in a new hope, like in the band. she was one of them, and like totally unrecognized. You know, like a well, woman, a woman a mask, in total right? costume. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, like, <laughs> a, a couple of years ago, she got invited to do a Europe European tour. Does she like fat guys? With uh, <laughs> Jared, fuck it, calm down with your goddamn mic, bro. I, I can't leave I'm, it alone. The drunker I get, the more Amy Winehouse. It, it is I fine. Your your mic is fine, bro. You're good, Just buddy. stop touching it. Do Why don't you something? come on over? Oh. Has anyone seen not A Star Is Born? Born? We still have to I make saw time the for first you guys to not. make the song. Do you have a guitar? Oh, bring over the guitar, please. We need that guitar before they can finish. It's in, It's by the uh, Fireplace Margarita. We'll, yes. clo- we'll close with that. We need to we'll close. close that is a perfect closer. Close with the guitar. I, we did my shitty script. I think we could close with the shitty. I mean, can you and Jared just can't let the fuck go of your mind? Okay, all right. Let all it right. go, Luke. All right, let's go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Close the door and slam the door. I'm sure there's a song about this. I you don't know, know what. There's a conspiracy is. theory that Disney. Made a movie called Frozen so that the first thing you Google when you Google Disney Frozen isn't the frozen head of Walt Disney who froze his head so that he could live into the future once we develop cryogenic Oh, I'm totally cutting off my head and living forever. Yeah, I'm living forever. And I could be like, haha, Margarita, you're dead and I'm not. I'm not even going to be there to see you. Clark, you got to play some good guitar. Do you need a cable for, for baby? Wait, are you... Clark, do you make uh, it's not in tune. do you talk for this? Uh, a little. Clark sings. Yeah. I, I can hear no, him. I can yeah, hear but, him. No, I, no, no. But I want to get the mic to his voice and then the uh, mic on the guitar. No, no. We can, we can just do the guitar. I, I just yell. Just do the everything. guitar. He can yell. Okay. Although it's not in tune. Well, tune it. Tune it. Uh, do you have an app? <laughs> I don't know how to tune it, dude. I, I can. I can. Do you have an app? <laughs> I can't. Do you have an app? Do you have an app that tunes it for me? I need an app to tell me when it's in tune. Uh, do you have that? I have one because I try to learn the ukulele. Yeah, uh, Clark, I just have that guitar for posterity's sake and to make me like look cool. But like, there's no, I have no knowledge. Hey, hey Stephen, has that guitar got uh, you laid at least once? Do you have a tuner? Uh, you know what, Tom? Nothing gets yeah. me laid anytime. This yeah. is going to be great for the recording, right? I'm drunk. <laughs> Tuning in guitar, everyone loves hearing <laughs> that, right? Dude, Clark, man, don't worry about it, man. You know what? We got like 70 people that listen to us. And half of them are like from bots. <laughs> half of them are bots. Half of them are Russian bots. But we didn't pay for those bots, so it's like a real person. <laughs> they we have feelings. Sh- we can show our advertisers. Hey, we got 70 viewers. Hey, have you heard of Cool Blue Pools? Well, guess what? Cool Blue Pools 
are the greatest pools in the high desert. What are you doing, Marika? He needs a tuner, no? Yeah. Yeah, he needs it. She's she's getting the app. You know what is a song that's free? There is a house in New Orleans. What's called? They call the rise and sun. In New Orleans, the rise and sun. <laughs> and it's been. <laughs> Thank you, Clark. It's been the rising sun. Ah, you motherfucker. That's why you're laughing. Because I got the lyrics wrong. Oh my god. I don't know why you're trusting me. You handed it to me as though Did it work? I could do it. No. Oh. Dude, I'm drunk as fuck. Dude, I'm so fucking happy you're for this convincing. right now. I'm so <sighs> fucked up, but I want more tequila, but there's almost none left. I'm so fucked up, I want hey, Tom, booze. Tom, oh my god. Everybody be quiet. Everybody be quiet. Can Tom hear me? Yes. Alright, so now we drink tequila, right? I need I got a lot of tequila in my cup, so I need more. Alright. Margarita, have you downloaded the app yet? Oh god, he's still on my floor! There's barely nothing. nothing. I knew tonight was gonna be like this, and I'm gonna hate tomorrow. Now the next do, you, do you guys have anything to do tomorrow? I gotta go work. Inside voices. Oh, hold on. I was using my inside voice. Tom. Tom and Steven. Can you hear me? Now the next I can hear you. Hear you. Amy, right. Amy, I got you. Well, listen, 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 listen. Yeah. So Clark and I are doing this. Can you stop touch like touching yeah, your microphone I'll, I'll, for like five seconds? We're not like recording, recording, right? We're definitely we recording, are literally recording. recording. I know right we're now. recording, but you know. This is gonna be on the podcast. Uh, okay, sure. but, with, but with an asterisk. Okay, so if, if anybody's listening, there's an asterisk next to uh, This is the best we, we got bring buddy. That up. We got Did you not up. read my my R worded It's okay, I can my play R worded by my R worded script. Okay, yeah, listen, thanks. listen, listen. I'm listening. Steven and Tom, listen. So Clark and I are doing this 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 show called The Goof Off. That's a competitive stand-up comedy show where uh, you allow people to heckle you and you you have to do like improv stand-up and like all sorts of stuff. stuff. Beautiful. So if, you, if you guys are uh, stand-ups, we can take you on for a show is what I'm saying. They're not. With you guys? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, you guys need to come out with us because we went to the store and we want you guys to come out with us to, to the, the store. comedy store? Yeah. Which one? We'd love to. Which one? In LA, dude, the store. Yeah, there's two in LA. Which one? There's one store in LA. Well, there's La Jolla. No, La Jolla's in San, San Diego. Okay. Yeah, that's I, I, San Diego. I count it as LA, but... No, that's, that's not, not San Diego. Diego. All right. No, that's you guys at least need to come out in, store. In, it's like 70 miles away from LA. Yeah, you guys need to come like out... You guys need to come out with us what? to the store. Show dude. me a map. We had I, a, I won't do that. We had a fucking good time at the store, man. Yeah. You, Next time we're in LA, you guys gotta you guys. You were getting us. you were technically you were getting married, Jared, the last time we were in LA. So uh, I'll do stand up anytime you want. If you need me to do stand up, let me know. I I want right to do now. we got, we I'm both want to do stand up, dude. Let's fucking do a stand up session at the store. 
All right. For the I'm open down. for the open mic night. We can also do uh fucking flappers does stand up galore. Like, no, we we're going to do it at the fucking store cuz you will get heckled like no other do you motherfucker. Have, do you have a stand up connection where you can get four spots at the at the store? No. No, you no. can. You just put write your name on a fucking <laughs> list, dude. Trust I, us. Hold I can, on. We I can saw a, we saw the talent at the store, you write your name on a list. <laughs> you can get four spots at flappers like easy water connection. I want to hear this song Margarita. All right. Oh, we do write a song called Margarita. So Wait, can, can we get it? We were closing. Can I have a little bit more, and then yeah, so I can get water stuff over there. We need so, a we need a drum roll. Wait. I just want to remind the audiences who may not have been aware, listening to all of our podcasts so far, that there's a fifth person in the room named Margarita. Margarita. She's Margarita. the Robin of this group, if you will. She is the Andy. Robin. She is the Richter heart and soul. To the, to the Conan O'Brien. She is the Paul, she the is, Dave Letterman. She I'm is the, the Guillermo. She's the inspiration for everything. Margarita. Margarita is the best the person that we know. She's the roots to the Jimmy Fallon is what she is and that is she's walking away currently which doesn't make her any less significant so on the Don't record worry, my boyfriend does not we are clark this. and jared and we have a little song for margarita tonight we wrote a song just wait for can you get the, can you get that mic anywhere near you clark because that is pretty like, near yeah. wait, that's not for picking real, up anything real? all right we wrote Sorry. a song we, we did write a song called margarita no you Mar- did yes we did that's they did so you're the number one i'm gonna Although I'm scared, I'll, I'll I'll say we wrote the song like four or five years ago and haven't practiced it since. So, oh okay, we were gonna meet you. One we day. knew we were gonna meet you, Marge. Marge, Margie Pants. Mid- as okay, we call you. you can call me Margie Pants, but not Marge. I don't like. It. Let's go, Margarita. Margarita. <laughs> Out with my buddies on Friday night, getting my dance on, feeling all right, getting my. Hold on, I can't hear the guitar in the in the in the ears. Take them off. Take them off. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Do do one ear. Or take. Oh, okay. I can hear it. Margarita. Doesn't that mean that like you can't hear the guitar in the in the? Podcast? No, you can you can definitely hear. it. I can hear it. Pull it down. No, no, no. You can hear it really good. I can hear it really good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting feedback, My- but I'm really good. <laughs> My ears are high. Three power chords are doing. I mean, Jared and Clark, you guys are amazing. What I just want to know is, uh, does Clark sound good? He sounds so sexy. He sounds like Superman. And Jared sounds like Batman. I do a line of coke off his cock. We're going to watch Todd do a line of coke off your cock. If you do a a line off of Clark's cock. Why not? (laughs) Just don't let him cut it on your cock. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's actually, that's what we're going for. So as long as Tom would do it. But you will get really high if he cuts it on your cock. I would do it off Jared's cock just because he'll cut my dick and the coke will fall on it. Wait, you would seriously do a line of coke off Clark's cock? Either of their cocks. No, he Either said of Jared. Cocks, right? Can I watch him do a line of coke? I just want to. I just want to make sure. Coke off our cocks too. Though. I just want to make sure that the listening. Price of admission. Wait, 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 Clark. That's how my. Hey, 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 Steven, Steven. I just want to make sure the listening audience knows it will be the same amount of cocaine. Clark and I have the same <laughs> si- size penis. How did you find that out? I just like how Jared's like Steven. Right. I want our audience right? to know. What? It's going to be a decent size of cocaine. For the love of God, let's get this fucking song started. Holy shit. Uh, he's more excited than me. Well, it's a song about you, Margarita. Marg. Garita. Marg. Garita. Marg. Garita. Marg. 
Murder. Oh, with my buddies on Friday night, getting my dance on, feeling alright, doing karaoke, feeling like a star, and we the guys from across the bar. I buy you a drink and say, remember me? I'm that guy who was just doing some karaoke. This might be like meeting a celebrity, but come tonight, I'm gonna take you home with me. Oh yeah. I'm gonna put a baby in you, girl. I wanna fill you with my seed. I wanna feed us to meet us, girl. So give me what I need. And that's a baby. Inside of you. (laughs) I feel my spermies swimming around my testes all week. Just waiting for a margarita into whom they could sneak. I forget all the words of the song. <laughs> oh no! Oh come on! That was great. <laughs> you guys, I'm, I'm so glad you liked it. We haven't done this song in how many years? <laughs> many, many. Oh um, no! I loved it. It was great. Something yeah. So that was a preview. Maybe we'll re- regroup and come back with it the next time. Oh my god! Okay. Everyone. Wait, so is that it? Oh, uh, wait, no, wait, 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 Dude, Come on, you guys gotta finish it. Hold on, let's see. Just we'll make it up. Let's Jared, see. leave that fucking mic alone. Alright. <laughs> I feel my spermy swim, run my testes all week. Just waiting for a margarita into whom they could sneak. Ow! My guys wanna infiltrate your eggs. Woo! Girl, can't you see I only want you for what's in between your legs? And that's a baby. <laughs> In you, you. put a baby in you, girl. I wanna fill you with my seed. I wanna feed us to meet us, girl. So give me what I need, and that's a baby inside of you. Oh, yeah. Oh man.